Oh, whatever. Let's just edit the title really quickly. So, uh, I actually copied the <laughs> title actually again, and it didn't go. But I can just change it really quickly, and then it'll approve. So let's just do that. And well, we'll just remove Twitch tonight. That's what I'll do. It this will just be through a <laughs> Twitter and uh, Rubble. Well, so. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Iron Man Podcast, episode 146. Uh, sorry, this wasn't on Twitch. They just are just trash. They just have a lot of problems with everything, apparently. So, uh, we're just going to do this through Rumble and uh, Twitter tonight. To be fair, most people watch these shows through uh, Twitter anyway. The, the views on Twitter on podcasts are just absolutely insane. I wish yeah. I was doing that for my other shows, honestly. But t- tonight, we're here with uh, the Shagsworth. Talk to him on. He was on my other one-on-one show a long time ago until my channel got geated so i had to end up basically doing one-on-ones with people that i had on before and a more updated perspective on a lot of things probably it's going to be here because you have a lot of interesting opinions on a lot of stuff now you know it's mostly like i sent my kids out to the wild and they're like dad i'm back here's all here's my here's my war stories (laughs) (laughs) so let's start here because i didn't ask you this before how did you ever Hmm. get into doing this kind of thing actually um i was um well, I I had opinions about things that mm-hmm. people weren't particularly keen on. They they mm-hmm. thought that uh, the things I was saying were were far right. They were uh, conservative in nature, and mm-hmm. I just didn't see it that way. And I started seeing people from actually. So, like when I first started on Twitch mm-hmm. back in 2014, I knew some people that were making video games and then they sort of died out and, or they didn't die out. They disappeared. Mm -hmm. But when they reappeared, they had opinions similar to my own. Mm. And so I thought, Oh, like there's other people that are actually thinking this way and I don't feel, I shouldn't feel so dumb. So I decided to sort of renovate my YouTube channel and start talking about things that I was passionate about and things that just didn't quite add up to me. And, uh, just, just be vocal about it. And that's kind of where it, it started. And then I started not niching down because I haven't really done that, but I'm trying to become more and more focused about the things that I talk about uh, and, or at least from a consistent perspective, that being like a dad raising kids. Uh, Cause that's essentially how you change the world. You know, you, uh, you have children and, and you raise good, good humans. So also you're a dad too. And mm-hmm. how's that been? Because I know the last time you said it was hard to get your kids to sleep. Has that gotten better? <laughs> yes, actually. I, we were, mm-hmm. My wife and I were talking about that recently about how uh, they're, I don't know, I guess they're just more energetic during the day. Their their minds are occupied. Uh, and so bedtime has actually become uh, quite easy now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's been a relief, but it's always, there's always trade-offs. Like that becomes easier, but their attitudes are a little bit more <laughs> maniacal, I guess. True. Yeah, because, uh, man, I remember I was a kid, and I was like, damn, I was just a little shit too much, man. Ah, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, because your kids are, what, like, six and four, right? Yeah, they're young. Mm. Yeah. So, how what are you guys going to do about schooling? Because I'm pretty sure they're just in homeschool. You're just going to do that, probably, right? No, so my son's in public school. Uh, I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm a product of pu- public school. The one, he's in mm-hmm. a, a sort of accelerated program. He's a pretty mm-hmm. bright kid. Mm-hmm. So it's not private school, but it's, it's one that is challenging. I've, I'm involved with it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and th- really what it comes down to is 
I don't have the ability to homeschool. Like, yeah, I, you have to work. You had a nine, nine, nine to five, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, well, I would like that. And I, you know, there's a lot of people around here who do it, you know, mm-hmm. in my job, I get to see and meet a lot of people and the, a lot of people are doing it. Uh, I just, unfortunately I, I cannot. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but you know, I'm involved with their kids school. I understand like what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, They're not teaching any that in a trash in there are aren't they <laughs> no i mean not, not that i've seen like you know mm-hmm. from what you know you could certainly tell that there's certain teachers who are probably a little bit more <laughs> liberal if you will um yeah but you know my my son's teacher is a first grader so she's a like old school lady like she's like mm-hmm. in her i think early 60s uh really really cool i would i would say she's probably more conservative minded than most people mm-hmm. uh but no, no, yeah. As far as I can see, nothing so far. So, <laughs> so your channel has grown quite quite a bit since the last time. So technically, it's be like your re first appearance for some people. So, yeah. what have you learned about being a consecrator since then? Actually, mm, man, well, there's a lot of stuff I've learned, but I don't know how much I put into practice. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the really the key is consistency. Is like just mm-hmm. doing it regularly uh, and like i think there's two facets to it it's doing it regularly especially if you're doing like a long format podcast and then mm-hmm. taking those long format podcasts and chopping them up into something mm-hmm. smaller and more digestible for more people uh and that's the part i've been like lagging on like i understand what i have to do but mm-hmm. there's you know real life takes over a lot and it it takes up a lot of my time and then, so when I sit down at the computer, if I'm not mm-hmm. doing a, like our podcast or my s- solo show, I'm like, ah, I just want to play games. I want to relax. I don't, I don't want to like yeah. use my brain really. I don't want to do any work, <laughs> but pushing through that is something that I know will be done. But yeah, I mean, really like consistency has been when I, when I'm consistent with content, I notice upticks in stats and subscribers and all that. And when I don't, I notice a decline. And so it's just about staying on top of myself, which everyone has trouble with. Yeah. People always rag on, brag on me for playing league. And it's like, yeah, when I get home, like after the podcast that is, that are set up like every day, I don't just sit on play league. Like it's actually more easier just getting on and just streaming games rather than just sitting down and recording a video. Yeah. You know, that's what I've learned so far, but I love making pre-recorded videos. I, I genuinely do, but there is just, after you spend like hours doing this and work and coming home, like by the time you get hit, hit my bed, I'm just, I'm crashing, man. I'm just done. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just, uh, I, I have moments where I'll really get into it and it's, it's funny. Cause I'll realize even th- there's nights where I'll play games till like 1130 and then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. And then I'll like open up, DaVinci Resolve and like pulled in a video and then I'll start, I'll, st- I'll start editing. And then before I know it, I'm like deep into it and I have a video done. I'm like, why didn't I just do that earlier? You know, like why? Yeah. <laughs> like when I was like, you know, cause like earlier I would have been more focused. I would have been more, you know, clear of mind. I wouldn't be so tired, <laughs> but I, I realize when I do it, I just do it. Even though I don't particularly like it, <laughs> it's just about getting, just get it done. Like, Stop slacking. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like the thing in school they teach you about procrastination. Like, make if you get it done right now, it's not you won't have to do it later on. 
So that, so that's what I now do. Where like before, I'm doing a podcast with someone. If we got, if if it's gonna take a bit of time to get to that person, I'll just do the video. Might as well. I'm not doing anything yeah. else at that moment in time. And I also factored in all these extra hours I'm gonna spend resting and doing all the stuff could easily just be put into more like maybe it's. I think you talk about it on Twitter a lot too. Getting away from your computer, just kind of reading a book or something. But that's mm. like now back in the day, I'm like, man, that's some old man shit. Reading books, what the heck? So yeah, I uh, will leave my computer sometimes. Go in that other room over there. This is much bigger than actually. I I moved, so it's another room over there. I'll just go in there, shut the door, and I'll just be reading a book or something. Better than being yeah. at your computer sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think people la- lack the ability sometimes to step away from from the online world, you know, mm-hmm. there, especially when you're ingrained in it and you're trying to build a channel. Like, so mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time online, but most of life happens outside of that. And the, the ironic thing is, is as much as you and I want to grow a channel and, mm-hmm. and keep people viewing our videos, um, like to some extent, I think the only solution mm-hmm. is to put myself out of business being that, I want people to go outside and I want people to not be in front of YouTube so much. Right. You know, and that's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard relationship to try and cultivate because it, well, what it means is, is I need content that's evergreen. So it's always relevant. So people, the the door is revolving. So when people come in, they get what they need, they get the motivation they want, then they exit, but more people are coming back, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's, that's the difficult part. And, you know, some of the stuff I do is, or comment on, it it's not necessarily evergreen, and that but the approach to it is is like okay, I'm approaching this from a dad's point of view. How am I going to help people be better, and how am I going to help people raise the next best uh, generation while also trying to do that myself? You know, yeah, and, you had this thing where you were uh, talking to people on TikTok, mm. and I don't know if your brain completely melted, but how did that go actually? Um, it's, it's fine. It, 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 uh, I realized that it's mostly a futile effort to try and get through to these people, but it's, it really, it's, it's, it's a double pronged attack kind of, because mm-hmm. one is I'm trying to hone my communication and debate skills with someone in real time. Mm-hmm. And then the other is I want to show people that to some degree you have to engage with these people sometimes. And mm-hmm. Like it is possible, like it is possible to not completely lose your cool. I've lost my cool, uh, but you know, I mean, I've, I think my longest debate with someone was probably almost an hour and a half, like an hour and 15 minutes, a long time to be in a, in a live with someone like as opposition, you know, that's not a, it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, But again, that's kind of the point. Um, And I feel that what I have noticed about these TikTok lives, when I sit in them and I read the comments as they're as these hosts are talking, I'm realizing there's a lot of opposition in those comments. They're, it's it's not as much of an echo chamber as they think it is, mm-hmm. or or a comfort zone as they think it is. They have panelists on there uh, that are backing them up every day, but their chat is like, "What are you talking about? No, you're not a woman. No, you know, like whatever it is." In they they are just willfully ignorant of where they are. Like they just want the world to bend to their will, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, there's a lot of people who are just like, 
no, that's not, you know. Because for me, I know you have a lot, a larger, uh, a cool than a lot of people do. For me, I think the most things I've learned through life or even recently as I'm starting to hone in my perspective on things is sometimes it's not really about having an opposition. It's more like how, 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 how best way to phrase people on Twitter. They're going to hear that. Go, Man, this guy's a fucking bigot. Not for that. I don't even care. It's like when someone is being, it's probably like how you raise, how people raise kids. Like when their kids are doing something wrong, you let them know, Hey, this is wrong. That's it. There's no if, ands, ors, or buts. You know, I I think people are getting into this area where they're getting lenient too much more. Like the the best way how as as things have, you know, matured and they've gone on through a lot of things is I think people have gotten way too lenient to a point where they're allowing dumb stuff because they want to be tolerant and accepting. When it's like, no, that's how things have gotten as bad as they are, you know, and I get it. Someone wants to live their own way, but if we don't draw a line in certain things, then it's going to be that it's just thing. You know, I I know you didn't like the whole Starfield pronoun thing that went on with the, he was baby face, but to that angle, it's more like, it's, is it just this person? And it's like, you know, bending the knee to that kind of thing is so weird to me, you know, but everyone has a different different perspective. I, I understand that. Yeah. Well, the difference to me is so, and this has been my stance on this, like when it comes to video games or even like movies and Mm -hmm. stuff, like, those things are not influencing people in the way that they think they are. Now I understand ideological creep in that, like you put right, these yeah. things in and it does, and I guess it can normalize something or make it seem as it's normal. Um, but we know that, that violence isn't like people don't become violent by, by playing violent video games or watching yeah. violent movies, right? There's something, there's other trauma and there's other experiences that they've had that, that do this to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the same way, like like Starfield, I don't give a shit about those program pronouns. I, I don't think that that had really anything to do with anything. I think people just want to be outraged by it. But the TikTok lives are different because mm-hmm. you have an you have an adult person that is trying to talk down to people uh, or preach to people and talk mm-hmm. at people that this is how you have to think. You have to apologize for everything you do. You have to refer to me in this way, and that is much different when you're communicating with very impressionable young people, because yeah. TikTok is a young person's app. Like, yes, there's adults on it, but they're, it's mostly they're trying, towards Gen Z's. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to, they're, they're trying to get into people who have high neuroplasticity. They're, they're, they're still malleable and they can be swayed one way or the other. I mean, mm-hmm. make no mistake about it. They, they're even admitting that they want to do this and that, that people need to understand is the issue. Video games, yeah. like it's weird and it's stupid, but the real danger that people really the fight saying. that people really need mm-hmm. is in schools. It's on these TikTok lives. It's it's with teachers. Like yeah, that's what you're saying. Because if the the barrier to entry of a price tag of a video game that costs eighty dollars compared to an app they could just download on their phone when they're just even around Wi-Fi, like having having TikTok available to them more mm-hmm. than that is going to be a way more influential thing in their life than a random video game they're probably never even going to hear of even if they grow up 10 years from now right Right. so i I do see what you're saying there and it's one of those things where if someone is doing that for for me just just as me as a person dude i can't just sit there and be like that yeah dude just go and live your life that way because it's wrong and they they don't even see it as wrong because they don't like it if you do that to them but they're telling you how you should feel and it's like i can't sit there and be like i'm going to be tolerant of this because that's just wrong you know well i mean i think 
uh, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you you're wrong, but like, it's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's, you, this is the thing you have to learn to, to, to some extent, let people live their lives. Do I give a yes. fuck how do I give, or sorry, do I give a shit necessarily how someone lives their life? No. Cause some guy, some biological male that's living his life as a woman and has mm -hmm. like green hair and is like, call me a woman. Like that doesn't really <laughs> affect me. Mm -hmm. I, I am allowed to have an opinion on it. Everybody is allowed to have an opinion on mm -hmm. why they think that might be bad, especially for children. Right. I don't, I don't care what a grown adult does with their, mm -hmm. their time. They're an adult. They can make that decision. Right. The problem comes in when you start trying to influence kids to do things way before they have, they, they have time to work through it mm -hmm. um, and become an adult. And that is my issue. I'm, you know, I have friends. I went to school with, um, with a trans man. Uh, well, he, tra he, she transitioned after high school yeah. and, you know, but if you came up to this person in real life, you'd have no idea that, that, yeah. that they were born a woman. No idea. And, um, and, and the difference with that versus like TikTok nowadays is hmm. that back then wasn't all, I guess you could say mainstream as it is now. TikTok has given an angle to that kind of a thing and put it on more of a kind of global scale. It's on a much more massive scale than what it was, you know? Yeah. And if you have people like that uh, preaching to little, to like just younger pubescent kids about how they should think, how they should feel, it, it just... I don't know. It just always just rubs me the wrong way. Like you can live your life how you want to, but if you're trying to tell people you have to do, especially kids, because as you mentioned before, kids are impressionable. They're not going to know any better. They just don't. Yeah. And for the people to say that they do, it, it, it creates this like weird cognitive dissonance, disingenuous mindset to be in people where, why would you tell a kid to think this way when they don't even really know what that is? So you're already basically programming them to think in a certain way that they don't even understand themselves, which I think is very just, I don't know, gets into like, I don't say groomer territories, but it's more like brainwashing. It's the best word to kind of say. Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is, is kids are, kids look to their elders and mm -hmm. their protectors for, for uh, knowledge. So in a lot of ways you are programming kids because they don't, they're essentially this like almost like blank slate. And what they're doing is they're observing the world around them mm -hmm. and they're watching how it all comes together. They're experimenting when a kid is playing with pots and pans it's not because they want to make noise and annoy you it's because they're trying to figure out what these things do when acted upon um and so you are essentially throughout your life finding ways to program them properly the issue is 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 telling people what to think versus how to think so this is the only way of thinking and if you don't think this way mm -hmm. you are other and the I would say the conservative slash libertarian mindset is like mm -hmm. leave people alone. Like here's a framework of how to think critically and how to work through problems. And then you decide how to do that. And sometimes it might not be in the mainstream way of thinking and that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but it, but that's not what you're seeing in, in schools and people. And it, the thing is, is you're, you're not going to find someone to agree with you all the time. There are people who, are just going to be bigoted. They're going to be mean. They're not, they're going to be self-serving. There's not much you can do about that. The best you can do yeah. is teach your kid to be kind when, when they can um, to always, I mean, they have to put themselves first in a lot of respects, you know, self-preservation. That's how we 
that's how we move to the next level you know um it, it raising raising kids is probably the hardest thing to do because there's so many angles to go about it there's so many blurry lines to walk and at some point you're going to fail nobody wants to fail um it's just i think it, it comes down to how you course correct after that failing you realize oh i messed up there now how do i sort of course correct it to you know find the straightest path uh because there was a two things that ended up happening earlier this year that people noticed that was really interesting so the ronda santis thing where it said you could have your parade or whatever just no mm -hmm. kids miraculously it was canceled that's pretty odd but i thought they weren't going after kids and then the right. other things that you're talking about and the other third thing, which was that that parade or whatever in New York, and they're like, we're coming for your children. And people didn't understand this when I brought this up on Twitter, which was these people can't naturally have kids. So how else would their group grow? You need kids and new generations to have a future generation of whatever, anything. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, technically they would have to come after kids because how would they survive as a group? They can't. You can't have, can't have natural kids unless you adopt. That's you Right. Know, I mean, they can – I mean, there is – and this is an argument I've had on TikTok about, you know, people say they're, they're pushing heteronormativity in schools. And I was like, well, I mean, that's how, that's how the, the human race perpetuates is that a man and a woman, you know, yeah. and like, well, you know, and then the argument became, well, trans people can have kids too, which they're not technically wrong, yeah. but mm -hmm. it's also a very expensive progress. So, I mean, adoption is, is a way, um, uh, in virtual in vitro fertilization is, is a way, you know, mm -hmm. but that's extremely expensive. Tens of thousands of dollars to yeah. do that. Um, and now I'm hearing on these lives that they think that trans women are, are going to be able to give birth soon. It's like these people live in a very, very fantasy world. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, but there, there is options is what I'm trying to say. There is options, yeah. but, and this is why I'm saying like, I do think it is important how we phrase things because, and you do whatever you want, man. I don't give a fuck. I'm saying like for me, I think, yeah, I think you are right. You are right that you could have kids without straight people, but it's extremely expensive and it's inconvenient. Um, it, it, but it doesn't mean that heteronormativity is being pushed on you. <laughs> but, that's, but that's also the thing is if I hate, because I've seen people, he used that argument too. And it's like, but that's the norm. Yeah, like they think gay is the norm. Well, that heterosexuality is the norm. You know, remember they're the ones that are trying to like steer the pot the other way. You know, because they right. think it's wrong. They themselves think heterosexuality is wrong. That's why they are obviously not that way. And it's really odd because how do you how would you go about dealing with someone with like gender dysphoria then? Because isn't that isn't that considered a mental illness actually? Well, yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't. I haven't checked the DSM. I guess they've, they've changed it over the whatever. you know course of the years. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think like I've, I've spoke with, with trans individuals about this to some extent mm -hmm. and they're not, they're not of the delusion that they like, they understand that there's an issue like they're mm -hmm. in, in this, it, it just depends on how you adopt the sex and gender thing. Um, you know, I do believe that gender is tied to biology in some respect. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I do think, I mean, it just, I don't know, like I haven't given this too much thought, but mm -hmm. there's obviously more feminine men there's a feminine men there's masculine women so like there is some sort of sliding scale there but i do believe that given the right circumstances um you know biological sex will default to a to a gender role you know like if tomorrow we woke up 
and an EMP had gone off and we, we had to fend for ourselves. Right. I mean, men would be, would be protecting by and large. Right there. I right. mean, of course there's, there's women out there who could take the bull by the horns and, <laughs> you know, maybe the rules would be reversed, yeah. but you know, the, I, I don't like, is it a mental illness? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think we're in a place in the world where we're in a very, like, it's just how we have to live. I don't, I don't find it productive to, to say to someone, Oh, you're mentally ill. Cause I think they know that. I think the, the issue is, yeah. is finding the way through it. And the, the issue comes down to kids for me, you know, like it, like adults, like adults are in a, in a spot where they're, I think they're able to sort of navigate it. And it's such, you're talking about such a small percentage, right? Like you're not talking about, we're not talking about one in two people that are fighting this thing. It's not some epidemic, you know, it's something that. Right. It's also weird because I've been going through a lot of the stuff like you have, and it's the lies that they'll tell people is if you don't affirm mm-hmm. this kid's delusion, then they'll kill themselves even though there's like no studies to even show that. And it's like those kind of things where you're blatantly just putting fear in people and parents, as you know, yourself, there's a lot of things going through your head, bills, rent, fucking wife, kids, putting that kind of fear on even single mothers. We know there's a lot of single mothers out there or single fathers or however they have a guardian. That's just so bad. If it's, so they're lying about something that isn't even true to put fear into people to make this more, of a thing happen. I, and these are people you're supposed to be trusting. They're talking about, as you mentioned, you're supposed to trust your parents and all other elders. These are people you're going to for you know, your doctors. You expect the doctors to at least tell you the truth. You know, yeah. they, these people yeah. don't even tell you the truth anymore. They're f- fucked and corrupt in their own way. So if the people that you're going to your medical professionals, professionals aren't even telling you the truth, what can you trust anymore then? Yeah. And that's, I guess that's why I, I talk about things I talk about when I can, because mm-hmm. I think it's extremely disingenuous to say to someone, like you can either have an alive trans kid or a dead daughter. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's, I mean, it's, that's not how it goes. Like it's not, it's in there. I mean, maybe some people that's what happened. They didn't, they think they didn't get the the, the care that they needed. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they ended their life, which is awful. You know, and, but the fact is, is in, in this situation, and this is some, a conversation I've had with a trans person is Mm -hmm. that there's so much going on when it comes to depression and gender dysphoria and autism. Sometimes like Mm -hmm. all this stuff working together is really hard on your brain. Mm -hmm. And not to mention the social stigma that comes with feeling like you're not aligned with your body or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, it, and the issue is, again, it goes back to kids is they're, they have a lot of these kids are being like, they're stopping their puberty. Like, which to me is like, why, why would you do that? I mean, part, I mean, the biggest, the biggest growth in your life, like happens in this period, hormonally, uh, sometimes physically with your height, Mm -hmm. um, thinning out, like, uh, and they want to stop. They want to put a stop to that. That seems like the most insane, uh, evil thing you can do. I don't use the word evil very much, but it seems like an evil thing to do mm-hmm. because they think, oh, it'll, it'll. I heard them say this on, on one of my lives. Like, it relieves the stress of of um, of puberty. And I thought the point of all of it 
is so you go through it and experience it and can overcome it. Like, how do you think you build muscle? You lift weights, it breaks down the muscle that's in there, it tears it up, and the mm-hmm. healing tissue from that builds on it. Like, it's right. actually what's happening. Um, it, it's just sad to see, man. Yeah, because my thing here with that whole argument that they use with puberty blockers is, well, I, I, as you know, and I also, as we all grew up to, uh, and they hate when I use this argument, a kid just doesn't understand this kind of thing, right? So it's really, so like if someone did have that, I find it very just really bad where someone, like, what's the best way to say it? Someone used to saying a long time ago, who's the parent? You or the kid, right? So if a kid says, hey, let's say you lived around a, a lake, you know, like certain places in the world, there's like lakes and there's like alligators and stuff like that. Well, if you're yeah. fiber, when like, hey, I want to go swim with the alligators. I think I'm a fish. Right. Going to let them do it? Because you have to affirm that because they want to change their gender. So you, so if they, know how to, if they want to know that they can change their gender, and you're going to absolve that. Not you, obviously, but people who listen to their kids like that, they know what they're talking about. Okay, honey, go swim with the alligator. It's like, so what... So that that's where my confusion comes from. It's like, okay, if we're affirming this, okay, your kid says, I want to be this, then mm-hmm. what's stopping a kid from being like, hey, huh, dad, I'm a superhero. I can go and stop a, a truck from coming. Cause that that is the door you're opening. And I always tell people this, they don't like it. me when I said on Twitter, kids don't understand that. They just don't. If, if yeah. when I was a kid and I said something stupid, my mom would not, not hit me, but be like, no, just that's it. That's it. But people they're, have gone so lenient, like I mentioned earlier in the show, where they're yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. It's just this one time. And it's never just one time. It never is, dude. Ever. Anytime someone says, like, I bet you have some buddies, right? They will be like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm just hanging over. It's just two weeks until I get on my feet. It's never two weeks, people. <laughs> it's usually months on end. And that's the thing is we don't allow, allow kids to drink for 18, join the army. There's like weird stipulations in that join the army for drinking. But you see the point, you know, driving, all that stuff. But we're gonna let them change their gender. It just, it's, yeah. I just don't get it. I, I just don't. We don't let them drink or smoke or go to the army until like 18, 21. We'll let them change their gender. Right. Well, they think that they and, and to some extent, I guess they're right, but they they apply different rules mm-hmm. differently. And they've even admitted that in the in some of these lives. It's like, well, mm-hmm. not everything's equally weighed here. And it's like, well, I would say that if you're <laughs> if you're permanently altering your body, just in this, a very similar way to a tattoo, like it's a permanent alteration. Even if you get it removed, like there's, it's not like the technology is not that great to remove a tattoo. I don't know if you've right. ever seen it. Um, yeah. But like, you know, and the same thing with with going and joining the military. Like, there's a good chance that you'll be enlisted and you'll you'll be you might not come back. Yeah, and it's it's just weird to me that you think th- they think that they have enough like brain capacity to make the decision when they're young, but I'm sorry, you can't vote until you're 18. Like, well, I don't know. I think there's I think there's a lot more involved with identifying who you are. And like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's how it's someone a- applies cognitive dissonance, because like, not I was not saying you, but that's, that's how the, their arguments go. They're going to a very like weirdly cognitive dissonant thing where they're not understanding the reason why I don't agree with these laws technically on the, on the age. And so I think the ages should be a bit higher. Is that when you get to be 18, 21 years old as a kid might, you at least at that point, hopefully, 
maybe how the kid grows up, understands how certain things are. You know, a five-year-old is not, they treat like, like a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old as like a five-year-old in the same level of mental capacity. That's just not even close to how that would even work. Well, even a, I mean, that's even an extreme example, but even a yeah. 10, 11, 12-year-old, which is right. probably yeah. more accurate where they're, they're at, they're looking to start this stuff is not mm -hmm. like, you know, they're, they don't have a firm grip on who they are. When you, when your body is introduced to an influx of hormones, it's a, it's a totally like chemical change that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's who you are like times 10, you know, like you're a guy, you're a man or no, you're not a man when you're born, but like you're a boy, you're a, a male. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden your body is like, okay, it's time to become a man like physiologically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, we're going to just, your body's just going to produce testosterone mm -hmm. and, and it, there's a lot happening. I mean, you went, you went through it. I went through it. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a stressful time. It's, it's a time where people change, you know, they change into who they're going to become. Um, right. Like, or you're basically, you're, I guess that's the best way to put it. You're, you're pouring a foundation and that you've been pouring that foundation for a long time. And now it's about to solidify into like really the frame mm -hmm. that it is like the full final shape. Um, you do grow a little bit after puberty, but you're, you're pretty locked in after yeah. that. A lot of people are pretty <laughs> locked in. So. Then there's this other thing that I, I've seen that you mention is God, I don't know how you sit there and listen to that. My, my brain would melt completely into the ground. It's <laughs> these people who basically try to tell kids that you should be doing this, but they'll like, people will mention to these people, when you go outside, people are not going to have, that same level of like, I have to do this. Cause that's a weird perspective to have too, is a person should do something for you. I don't even know you as a person. Yeah. That's how respect works. If I, you know, see you're a cool guy and I like you, I shake your hand, I get your name, all, all the typical formal stuff, but telling someone they have to do something when they don't even know you, you're some random. I, I find that to be just so disrespectful. Cause why does that person have to do that? They never explain why the person has to do it. They just say, you have to, why do I have to do it? I don't even know you. Because it's harmful common, to them. Oh, yeah. And it's, people I mentioned it's common courtesy. Common courtesy is you giving me – courtesy works two ways, actually. Yeah. You know, if you want to live your life that way, that's cool. But I'm not going to absolve that. You know, if you want to throw off your arms, you go do that. I'm not doing that. Most people don't even do that, though. But, yeah, the whole harming thing. I never heard I'm harming them by telling them what's going on. So well, that's – I mean, you sit and listen to the lives long enough. Like, And this is the thing is, like, I, I expose myself to it. Like mm -hmm. I would say I microdose these um these debates like every day. Like I probably mm -hmm. listen to about fifteen or twenty minutes or so of of different channels and how they debate and talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um the I mean they'll they'll just I mean more than I mean that in that amount of time that I listen, mm -hmm. multiple times people will say, like, you you need to refer to me as this. You need to apologize and refer to me as this and move on. Like that, first of all, that's compelled speech. You you can't compel people to to speak a certain way. There's actually a law against that. <laughs> right, and like there's there and like you're just gonna have like I I grew up in the do in the service industry, so I waited tables, bartended. I'm a really good people person. I don't I don't intentionally disrespect people. I've waited on on right. like newly trans men or tr sorry trans women who are very obviously men in a wig 
with painted nails. I mean, their hands are huge, as big as mine, <laughs> and they got these pink nails. And this you know what I mean? Pre, but you can your chag, right? right? Back in the day, <laughs> exactly. And you can tell that they're self-conscious, and they're there, and you know, they've been there with they're there with another woman or they're with their family. I will absolutely greet them because I'm I'm a courteous person. I'll say, mm-hmm. "Ladies, what can I get you?" You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna single him out. Yeah. Knowing, you know what I mean? So, and the thing is, is I, I don't, people on these TikTok lives, they'll intentionally misgender the people. I'm not there to do that. My, my point is to say, I'm just going to say, I don't think you're a woman because X, Y, Z. That's why I'm there. But, you know, I think the majority of people, if they come across them on the street, they're going to go, well, you got long hair, you got a bunch of nail polish on, you, you look like a guy, but you got boobs. So I'll just call you a girl. Or I don't know, like, and even the pronoun thing in general is like, is weird because mm-hmm. it's not something that comes into speech all the time. Like it might come into speech when they're not there. Like, oh, I was talking to her, you know, yeah. like we wouldn't say that if, if she was right here, we would just, we would refer to the person by their right. name or we might say you mm-hmm. or y'all or something. You know what I mean? Like, or like they, the, that, that's the, you can't really be a they because they is plural. I think because. The, the the pronoun thing you're mentioning is that those are preferred, you know, yeah. in school, we were taught these are just pronouns, you just he, she, it, and they, all that stuff. Right. But yeah. th- those were taught to us in a way that was like, this is just kind of like, if you're talking to a guy, you know what I'm saying? That's what a he is. You're talking to a girl. It's what a girl is. This is their preferring. You say that that's massively different for anyone listening is that you have to tell this person that's what they are. And it's like, oh, that's not how that works, buddy. You know, that's right. how people get into fights. Is they keep doing shit like this, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a weird world we live in, man. Oh my lord! And like you mentioned before, it is a lower scale people. It's not the majority, obviously, but it's the yeah. stuff that gets pushed in, you know, TV and movies and stuff like that. So you have to even watch what your kids are watching because you don't want them hearing some horse shit like that, you know? Well, and, yeah, I mean, people just need to be involved in their kids' lives. It's like mm-hmm. you should you should you should have a good idea of what the, what media they're consuming and kids. Like, I mean, my kids, uh, well, they have like a little iPad that they share. And then my mm-hmm. son does play the, the switch, but like he, I'm aware of what he's watching. And mm-hmm. like, there's been stuff he's turned on on YouTube and I've been like, turn that garbage off. What is that? Like, there's nothing, <laughs> you know, I don't, I mean, um, so like you just need to be involved in that. And the reason, cause it, you can put a stop to that. And that's why like media in general you're not generally consuming eight hours of media a day. That's if a true. kid's watching eight hours of violent TV a day, you, that might have an effect on them. <laughs> um, it, but like, if you have, you have eight hours a day of, you know, some alphabet warrior talking about their pronouns and their, what they do uh, with their partner, or who their partner is and this mm-hmm. and that, like that is going to start raising questions and it's going to, it's, you know, and that's, you don't have a whole lot of control over that. So, I mean, people are trying to exercise whatever control they have now, but it's, it's just the general rule is if you have kids be involved with them because a, you, they love it and you just need to be there. Do you think this is a cult? This has to be a cult. Like cults it's, generally function this way or cult. Yeah, I mean, it's cult. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It seems people like, like Chloe it. Zhao who would come out and say, Hey, this is not good. Or several detransitions, because technically you can't really be a detransitioner, because that doesn't even really make logical sense. But a person who's considered like her a detransitioner will come out and be like, "Hey, uh, don't have your kids do this, please don't." 
And then that community of people, I'm not saying all of them, also mm-hmm. some of them are not even all like that, won't, won't accept her. They'll, they, they'd be like, you're out of this. That kind of sounds like a cult, you know? If a person yeah. pushes themselves away from it, they throw you out. And it's like, I, I just, I, <laughs> it's crazy how this works, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it certainly could be considered one. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the issue is, I think the issue is labeling it a cult is, is, is kind of bad because mm-hmm. it ropes people in who aren't in there. Like there's plenty of like, there's plenty of trans individuals out there who don't follow that, that don't toe the yeah. line, you know? And they're like, I, A, I just want to live my life and B, you're being ridiculous. Like, you know, I'm a biological man. I want to live as a woman. Cause that's like, it's how it's all aligning for me. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult. Let me do what I want based. Great. You know, it's, it's when, and they're like, why do you want to talk to kids about this? That's weird. Like let them, let them get through their lives, you know, let them go yeah. to therapy, let them do their shit. And, um, but so, so labeling it a cult is, is, is a double-edged sword because it does define who they are and how they act. But the people who are like trying to help and break away from that, they get roped into it and then it gives them a bad name. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's something we have to avoid. It's also the thing of like, I hate the gaslighting that does it. Like that, that's probably the worst part is most, like I've even seen people in the community where they'll have like, like they'll, 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 they'll have like gay parades. The naked guys will come around. They'll be like, no, nah, we're not about all that, you know? Yeah. But then there are other people within said community. They'll be like, no, we have to let them live their lives. And that's the problem though. That kind of a community where it's deemed inclusive and diverse. Well, technically if guys want to do that by your own rules, you have to let them because you're inclusive. You can't tell them they can't live their lives because you'll be considered bigots. Right. So in what they I hope some of them understand, you can't let people do whatever they want sometimes, because if you do, that opens a slippery slope for everything. They don't have pedophiles in their group. Even they realize that's wrong. That's terrible. Right. You know, well, the, so even they themselves have a line that they're not going to cross, you know. Yeah. But well, we have rules. I yeah, we, it. we have rules to protect children always. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what I think people are trying to like exercise right now. It's like you can like should should there be a gay pride parade sure i guess so they're totally entitled to it um you know we could make a parade right now for youtubers you know and do it every single year at the same time um but the difference is is like you can't there needs to be an 18 or over thing if you're going to it's it's illegal to show yourself in front of a child doesn't matter if you're gay straight whatever but these guys are getting off on it on like some technicality because oh we're we're celebrating who we are. It's like no, you're in a doggy mask wearing you know a bulging thong in front of children and, and twerking. If I went to if I walked by someone's house in that outfit, they would have me arrested for indecent exposure. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's true. So it, it shouldn't be a public thing just because it's in public. I was like that's even worse. That you yeah, think that's why would you okay? want to go outside looking like that? Is that not embarrassing? But then again, People, that's the thing. People have no shame. I think Ed and Eddie has that. Do you have no shame? <laughs> yeah, there is no shame. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is we, the big problem is, is we've gotten to a point where nothing matters, right? It's almost this nihilistic, like, ah, fuck it. You know, like it's, it's all a social construct. We just tear it down. No one has a solution for thing. You know, you hear, oh, capitalism bad. There's never a solution for it though. No one comes back and says, well, I have a better system. It, it's the either either referring to a worse system 
or they just said tear it down and yeah but like and this goes to the pro-life argument that i have a lot too Mm -hmm. is that there's no value to life like if you don't value life well of course you don't care just rip that shit out and throw in the garbage can you know but in the same thing if you don't value like personhood who you are and, and how you present yourself to the world you're gonna walk around in a thong um, with a doggy mask on and a ball gag. Yeah, because like, for me, no, I, I, I agree with what you're saying, man. It's the gaslighting that really kills everything because it makes people who know what the right thing is to make themselves question, like, wait a minute, maybe they're right. And it's the thing you think about with pro, pro-life, right? It's the fact that they always, what do they always bring up? What if my ex thing was raped or whatever? When the, I'm saying these statistics have changed. When I did look at them, it wasn't even about incest or any of that stuff. What it was mostly is basically just younger college kids, younger women, just kind of, you know, having a little too much fun and making what they would consider a mistake. That's all yeah. it really was. Now, I'm saying this could have changed back when I read, when I read this stuff, just pointing out the people. But the way they're telling it to you is that fear thing I told you earlier, which is, no, if you don't affirm this, then they'll kill themselves. It's like you're just putting out this gaslighting argument that isn't even true potentially just so people could not understand the full – Extend because it, I've learned this over life. If you tell people the most fearful thing, they'll be like, "Oh my god, I can't let this happen," you know. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. If this people, if these girl or guy did this, you know, they had sex, or whatever, and she let herself get cream pied in, I was just like, "Hey, take birth control, do whatever." But it's basically just girls who just let a guy, a bunch of guys, cream pie in them, and then she ends up pregnant. That's kind of what it usually boils down to. And then well, now yeah. she's like, hey, I do I have an abortion, morning after pill, all this stuff. But the arguments of people saying, oh, it's because of rape and all this incest stuff. I'm not saying it doesn't, doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't. But it's definitely not on the scale that they're making it out to be. They just don't yeah. want to shame women because now it's bad if you shame women. You'll be a misogynist. And it's like, if we, as you said before, we can't be honest with ourselves. What the fuck are we doing in any argument then? Because there's it's no not, line of yeah. anything. You know? It's, it's not like, shaming. <laughs> it's not shaming as much as it is. Like for me, it's like, it's, uh, understanding reality and holding people accountable um and people don't hold themselves accountable like the because the it's always latest... everyone else's fault remember yeah. it's always everyone else's fault <laughs> yeah the very latest debate i had it was it was like four victims against me um and like all they did was just make themselves out to be like oh like this happened to me and i i'm i'm this and i'm that and my kid this and it's like no not one person was taking responsibility for for uh, the things that they had done. And at some point when, like when you become an adult, you have to do that. You have to take responsibility for the things you did, you know? And it's, it's something I struggle with uh, sometimes too. Like it's, it's hard, so hard to look in the mirror and realize you fucked up and then admit that to yourself and then grow beyond it. Um, You know, but we're all human and we all make mistakes. Yeah. That's the thing is the, it's always everyone else's fault, but my own. That's what happens when you're a victim too much. But this thing, all the media that they're watching is telling them that. Yeah. You know, these people still consume t- traditional TV. They, they have to be. Because I, I try to go through some of their, their, their uh, YouTube channels for traditional TV. Oh, it's terrible. Holy mm-hmm. crap, it's terrible. Don't watch that garbage. That mm-hmm. is garbage. Now you don't have to pay for cable. You just go on YouTube. See, this was on YouTube. All the stuff's out there on YouTube now or Twitter or whatever. Trash yeah. stuff we're talking about here. Yeah. It's terrible. The, 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 the What really throws me off, man, is the whole like Israel war and shit where like a person, the Hamas group, could like kill, rape, mutilate women. And you think like, okay, something like that, people would unanimously, the general consensus would be, that's wrong. That's very bad. Nope, there's pro-Hamas supporters. Mind completely blown. It's like, 
but these people claim to love women, yet it's okay if this guy just goes and rapes and kills them. There's nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. This is terrible. What a life are we living? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the big issue, the big problem is, is we have. A, I mean, there's big media influence, but I'll stick by the fact that like most people aren't consuming enough media to be swayed one way or the other. I think mm -hmm. the issue is we haven't had real problems, mm -hmm. um, and we've we've invented problems for ourselves to to be you know, fake oppressed. And because of that, we've formed smaller groups that just help us feel better. Like, Oh, I'm yeah. not where I'm supposed to be because of capitalism. I'm not where <laughs> I'm supposed to be because of the white man. I'm not where I'm supposed to be because of whatever. And it's like, no, you're, you're not where you're supposed to be because you just suck. Um, and that's a hard thing. It's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but those who realize it, um, either, you know, they sort of, sit on their heels and kind of relax into complacency or they, they start headbutting things and they start overcoming the obstacles and like, I'm not putting up with this shit. I'm not going to be a victim. I'm rising above. Um, and that's, doesn't matter who you are, what background you come from. There's always an, uh, there's always an out. There's very few inescapable uh, situations. Um, but if you allow yourself to, you know, be pigeon held like that, mm -hmm. uh, I don't have any sympathy for you. There's plenty of people out there who've, who've been self-made millionaires came from nothing. There's also the thing that I've was watching. I think a, uh, one of the Tate brother interviews he did with Tucker Carlson and the whole lady boy thing came up too. Cause I totally forgot this before whoever brought it up. I'll admit they reminded me of this lady boys don't actually think they're women. They just are guys that live their life as women. They know they're not actually women though. Yeah. And Andrew Tate mentioned this only here. People are saying that shit. Only here and like Australia, because they're pretty ugh, fucking her up. Only here in Australia are they actually telling their men you're actually women. But the other places that have been doing this for a very long time with, with how men live over there, they don't believe they're women. Actual lady boys do not believe they're women. So why are the guys here thinking that? That doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. It, again, I think it just comes down to there's, you know, think back even. I mean, you think back 100 years. Yeah. Say. And the world was a much different place. Mm -hmm. Things were very difficult to get. You don't even have to go back a hundred years. You can go back 40 years. Even things just took time. Things don't take any time. You don't have to wait for shit anymore. You need something order on Amazon. It'll be there tonight. I ordered something at three o'clock the other day. That was at my house at eight o'clock that night. I didn't have to wait. A day. 10 years ago. Let's go back 10 years ago. We didn't have stream yard 10 years ago. Just even that is a thing that's revolutionized people doing like podcasting, right? Well, this is, and that's another thing is that this is, this technology is so nice and so convenient, but it, it keeps people in their house. Like, yeah, we yeah. don't have the, like people wouldn't say shit face to face most of the time. You know, people get oh, big balls on, yeah, <laughs> like seriously, man, that's how that's you true. settle differences. When I yeah. was a kid, when I was in school, mm -hmm. you had a problem with someone. You met him after school, you met him in the hall, like study hall or whatever. And you, you threw down, like, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't any of this, like, oh, I'm going to go online and fucking shit talk you. Like that was later on. Like, I, mean, I think my senior year, uh, mm -hmm. AOL instant messenger was kind of big. Um, so maybe people were doing that then, but no, man, you, you fucking found someone after school and you either, you, you know, gave yeah. him a toss or dude ran or whatever. Like, that's just how it worked. No one does that anymore. And, and you don't even. And it's not even just fighting. It's like general interactions and like 
having have you noticed uh, this when people are on the internet so much where like you'll have general interaction and it feels weird to some people who've been on the internet too long they can't make eye contact they're like fidgeting oh, yeah. they're trying yeah. to like get out of the conversation really quick when, when, yeah. when they see a human being interact they'll just say like hi or whatever if you know them for a long time they'll mm -hmm. be like huh what this is yeah. how you know this shit is getting bad and i think this was mentioned too in a lot of interviews that i watched with other people talking and this i echo the same statement it's true the government or people say the government wants you like on twitter living off them tweeting a bunch telling the world how depressed you are mm -hmm. and then telling the world also you're a victim and then going to therapy therapist telling you you're a victim so it's just this, like weird cringe self-serving a self-fulfilling prophecy it's all in one big depressive circle and they're telling you that communism is the best way even though capitalism is proven to be the better way it's so screwed man yeah i mean it is it is important too to acknowledge and i was talking to my friend about this mm -hmm. recently we do live in this sort of blended capitalist and socialist state in the united states because there are mm -hmm. socialist systems in the united states right now that people pay into that people benefit from Mm -hmm. um, and without like, I mean, and that's one of the things I was trying to argue with someone the other day. Like we have a system in which the, like everyone pays into, you can have free healthcare if you're a single mom. Um, there's, there's programs like food stamps, it was little, WIC. right? WIC food stamps, um, Medicaid, all that stuff there to help people. Um, and everyone pays into that. Uh, mm -hmm. like, and that's why I think the future, the future is, like we don't live in a pure capitalist society. We, you know, we live in a very blended one. That mm -hmm. the future of of it all is a much more blended and much more like um, synchronistic uh, system that that doesn't treat corporations as individuals. That's one of the problems you have yeah. now is that corporations mm -hmm. are individuals. The That's other why... thing I was going to mention to your point to add on to it is the re reason why those systems are in place most of the time, not from how they were incepted, like they're created, but the idea that most people adopted over time with those systems, like you mentioned, is that you would hope eventually the single mom or dad or grandma or whatever, take care of the kids would get off of it because I'm helping you right now temporarily to get you off of this. It's not supposed to be here forever. That's where people started diluting it. My idea of helping is like, hey, I don't mind helping someone if they're down on their feet. I get it. Shit is tough. But you got to do better, you know, because what am I helping you for? My idea to help you right. is so you can get better, so you can get off this, you, you be on your own, right? Yeah. Now, people are like, but because I, I told people this, I, I told some friends, they got really mad at me some years ago because I was paying taxes, right, for the first time. I was like, all this money is going to tax. I was like, hey, uh, they gave you an option of what taxes you would pay between like three of them. You can only choose two welfare medical and social security not one of them chose welfare they all they chose medical because man we need medical services and the, the, the veterans should get paid you know i think veterans should get paid you serve the country you should be paid not one of them chose welfare they're but these but they would always say you should support it because oh why 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 do i have to support someone i don't know and a sort of kid i won't even know i'm not saying i personally wouldn't do it it's more like why should I have to pay for someone else's thing? And I didn't even cause this. That's how I feel personally. Maybe well, I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. And I, my, my father-in-law is probably the most conservative person I know, but he's also the most giving person I know. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people will say like, Oh, you know, conservatives don't give a shit about, you know, poor people or whatever. I'm like, that's not even true. The issue is that they want to know where their money's going. Like they worked hard for it. They don't yeah. want to give it up willy nilly. Um, and my father-in-law is a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. He, he has helped me out and my family out many times. Um, you know, as much as like food stamps have helped me out at times, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm so incredibly thankful for that. And again, it goes back to teaching people to value each other, 
to understand like the importance of family, help family out when they need it. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great thing. Like, and maybe we could mitigate some of this, like these fatherless homes or these motherless homes um, by raising kids to, to value the need to find a partner that they understand and love and care about, mm-hmm. you know, and the issue is nobody, people want to legislate the the solution. That's not what's going to happen, man. You know, the best way you're going to, you're going to change the world is by keep doing content and talking about stuff, but find a woman that you love and. Oh, that's gross. A, Women. Oh God. God. I got to talk to a woman. Holy crap. I can barely stand when they speak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There was this meme that I saw where it was like, the reason why things have gotten bad is because we gave women the right to speak their opinion. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> no, it's yeah, but like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta find someone that that can do all that, and mm-hmm. like find someone you care about, someone whose values that that just line up with yours, and you can you you'll raise a great human that will do the very same thing, and then when you're when you're old and you need it, they'll take care of you. Like that's there's nothing more you could ask for, and you know, right. like I don't understand why people don't get that. I think uh, the other thing is basically like all these female influencers, these girls are listening to are just telling them a, bun- bun- a bunch of bullshit. You know, they're yeah. saying you don't you you don't need a man or all this other nonsense. And it's like everything you mostly have is based on a dude. You know, only people know OnlyFans is not owned by a woman. Yeah. OnlyFans is owned by a man. Right. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine that the most woman empowering shithole is owned by a man. Who realized, wait a minute, there's a lot of lonely guys out there that'll pay for naked women nudes or videos. Hmm. I'm gonna turn it into a social media platform. Great idea. My right. life's a great idea, actually. But yep. pure factor in the OnlyFans, one of the biggest things to permit for me a girl to be promiscuous is owned by a man. Yet these women are saying they don't need men, but a man's the one who created this idea. No girl did that. Right. Let's think through our history, like you mentioned. Women promiscuity has never been looked good upon, ever. Just, just at all. Is that kind yeah. of misogynistic or sexist? Doesn't matter. That's not how the world ever looked at it, though. Right. Right. Uh, man, uh, things are so crazy now. I hate it. Oh, last thing I'll ask you before I head out. This last two things. I know you got to head out, which is mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about the OnlyFans situation? Do you think it'll get better or worse many years coming from now? I think, I don't know. It's it's hard thing to predict because, I mean, porn's a big industry. Yeah. Um, so porn light seems like it would be also a pretty big industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to, I think it's here to stay. I don't see it going anywhere. People make a lot of money um, on it. I don't, I don't really know to what extent, like how easy it is for women to make money on it. Like I, I'm sure like Twitch, there's like all different tiers of oh, yeah. content creators. I'm sure there's some that are like putting nudes on there that are making dog shit money. Um, but I know there's people making stupid money. It's, it's the really, it's the real bigger ones that are promoting this, this to girls. So like there, there's going to be more like exceptions to the rule, even in OnlyFans. but the real big ones, like the 0.0 top earners always tell girls, yeah, you know, I'm making all this money. And if, if a girl hears that, they're going to be like, why do I have to work? I can just sell my half naked body on the internet for like, for free. Like, yep. why would anybody want to work at that point? You know? Yeah. But you know, as we uh, wrap this up in a little bit, last minute for the show, uh, it was great to have you on, man. Man, uh, again, this guy, yeah, it's been too long. This man, Shaq was like, I can only be on two days. And I'm like, well, Monday, I'm dead after work. So that's not happening. And Thursdays, yeah. everyone schedules their shows on Thursdays. It's all, Thursday's the biggest day for these. Because everyone's just free on Thursday for some reason. Thursday and fucking 
Saturday, like the most dead days for some reason. But any special shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular and anything else you want to say before we head out? I mean, thank you for, for having me on and, and again and uh and chatting, dude. It's it's really good to Anytime, uh, man. you're uh, I mean you're you're doing your thing and you're you're you keep going. So just keep it up and, and just keep up the consistency. Um I mean people can find me on YouTube, on Twitter, on Rumble. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been streaming again on Twitch uh, when I play video games again as well. Uh, every all of my handles are at the Shagsworth. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been, I really just been doing a lot of uh, TikTok debates uh, and then posting those on YouTube. And uh, I, I don't know, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of stuff, man. And uh, doing my my Wednesday show, the midweek hump is at 9 p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, a lot, a lot of viewers Pacific. now. Yeah, yeah, it's grown a lot. Yeah, you get all big old guests on now. And I'm like, how does he do this? He's just got the magic touch with people. He's ass and they just say just, yes. You just gotta ask, man. You just have to ask. <laughs> how do I do. how do I learn? <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it's uh, like I owe a lot to my co-host Hora Morata, uh Sheep City and Mr. Mm -hmm. Grant Gregory, the common nerd, and uh, No Green Rocks. They have they've all really helped and contributed to the show and getting guests on. And I'm super thankful for them. Uh you know, we use my channel as as the sort of as the platform for it, but those guys put in a lot of work on their own stuff, but also to help me with the show. So shouts to all of them as well. Oh, last thing I'll ask you is, um, do you, do you put your shows out on like podcasting platforms? Uh, Ready Set Shag is on Spotify, so you can okay. you can listen to those episodes out there. I also have locals um, that I use for. Uh, so my one on one podcast, Ready Set Shag, has post uh, show interviews that I post on locals only. Um, mm -hmm. for subscribers there. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's a bit greedy of me, but it's just a way for people to support and also get another angle on my, my guests and who they are. Uh, are you going to put the midweek hump on Spotify or anything like that too? No, it's too long. I, I don't think people are gonna listen to a four hour show. I just keep that on, on YouTube. Uh, okay. and then, uh, I, I plan on starting to clip that show more. So like there'll be the the separate topics that right. will be you'll be able to uh, to see and then also timestamp them so you can be like oh we talked about last night we talked about uh, um what was it I don't even remember I was so tired last night <laughs> we talked about the um the trailer for or the teaser for the Snow White movie that the Daily Wire is making oh god so like you know timestamp <laughs> that is like you want to you don't want to yeah. watch four hours of everything. Well, I, right. I just want to see what their reaction was on that. And boom, you can go right to it. So, well, um, it was great having you on, man, again. Can't wait for you to have a re-second appearance. Actually, it's technically, you're, you're in Royce with the re-first appearances today. But we'll see yeah. you guys later. Have a great day, everyone.